Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Thank you, listeners. God bless you for turning and tuning in. Hey, tell 20 people to listen to my radio show. Tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams, Inc. YouTube, please. I'm trying to build it. Uh, but let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. I give you the praise and the glory for this day. Thank you for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul of every listener. Bless them with wisdom and knowledge, how to handle their financing, what to do. Not to let anybody control them on what they're buying, but be controlled by the Holy Spirit and by you. Help us to focus on you and not others and to live by your word. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hey, uh, just in case you want to meet me or sell me your car or talk about your situation, work on things, just whatever, I'm going to be at Easy's at 281 and Bitters. In fact, I'm going to have an Alamo Bowl again today. Man, I tell you what, that's the best deal. I put a bunch of guac. They got the best guacamole around. I can eat it by itself. And uh, so I'll be there from 1015 to 1130. I eat half of it, and I take the other half home, and I'll have it again tonight or for, or tomorrow after church. So, hey, Angela, good morning, good morning. Uh, uh, that's my account manager at uh, Enterprise. I love Enterprise. If you need to rent a car, uh, we were discussing the other day. I was going, hello, Bubba, good morning. Uh, we were discussing the other day, my friends, that they got a car that gets around and does things and, and works out for people and, and is – but – you know, they need to go, good morning, Angela, they need to go on a long trip. I, rent a car, rent a van. Hey, you're going to, hey, my ex-wife, she'd pack everything. Good morning, Don Duff. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, she'd pack everything but the kitchen sink. Good morning, Peggy. And so we, we got, you know, got to haul a lot of stuff. Rent a car. Go to Enterprise, rent a van if they've got any left, poor Enterprise. Now these rent car places, you know, it was pro- it's part of the government bringing us down, you know. And so Enterprise sold off their cars. They got beat up with hell damage. They'd love to have all those cars back to rent right now. And so our government is twisting us off. And so you got to be prepared. You know, it, we got to think about, and I've been studying this, and studying studying my life especially. Uh, nothing's as bad as we think it is, but nothing thing is as good as we think it is. So if we stay on an even level key and don't let our emotions go way up or way down, I think we survive better. We do better. We understand it. Um, I've often discussed the, the peso the peso devaluation. I discussed it a while ago with a guy from Florida. I had a call from Florida just before the radio show. I think he's going to tune in on Facebook or he's going to do something on on his computer, kslr.com. And, and y'all, people tell people if they're out of state, they can watch, listen to the show, Facebook Live, Randy Adams, or kslr.com on their phone or the computer. And you can call in here. We want you to call in. Barry wants to talk to you, I guarantee you. Uh, call in at 210-340-9585. That's 210 340 
95, 85. There's no dumb questions. And I'm going to tell you something. You're asked a question that another 20, 30, 50 people have the same question, just don't want to call in. It, we're not going to embarrass you. You know, if you don't want to use your name, say anonymous. We don't care, but we want to know what you need to know, how the, what's going on in your life, what decisions you're making, who's pushing your button. Tolerate, tolerate. I've got a good friend of mine that we uh kind of in business on some stuff, and we do some stuff, and she's a sweetheart. And um, she she says, you tolerate too much. Maybe I do, but, you know, I found out in First Peter, I think, chapter 4, if you deeply love somebody, it's all— all their sins are covered by that love. We forgive them. We we don't let it bother us. We tolerate it. I tolerate a lot of things in my life, but you know I'm not perfect. I'm not. Hey, I told you all about Skynet. You know I messed up on that contract. Here I am, 72 years old, sign a five-year contract. Wow, I don't know about that deal. You know I I told them I said you know they represented one year. Then they did a horrible job. I mean, it was messed up for three or four months. But anyway, I'm stuck to the contract, you know, and I've got to pay another four years with this company and and a lot more money that I, I need to pay. I've, I've had better deals run at me. So I, I make mistakes. I tolerate it. I've got to tolerate that because I'm buying it in the contract, you know. But what do we tolerate? Do we tolerate somebody telling us what to buy and then – they never say thank you. They never apologize. You ever had a car dealer bury you and never and then wouldn't apologize to you for doing it? Oh well, you made that choice. Yeah, you're the one that told me I could afford it. You're the one that told me how great this car was. You're the one that told me that you know. I, I talked to a gentleman the other day that bought a car, and the car dealer out on I-35 and 410 flat lied to him. Lied to him. Ooh, mercy. And it's going to cost him a fortune to fix the car. Oh, this car was never raced. And then they find out that it run nitrous through it. I mean, nitrous, if, for, if you want a car to end in problems, oh, yeah, put it on nitrous, and it, the motor will be weakened and weakened big time. I mean, that's why race cars don't last long. We're forcing way too much air and situation in a small motor. So you've got to be ready and. You know, he went back to the dealer, and the dealer, oh, I don't know nothing. I, that's what I was told, you know. This is what the guy told me I bought the car. We got more excuses, and Carter's got little liver pills, I guarantee you. We can come up with excuses. We're prepared. Well, I mean, I was talking to a gentleman that's in the business of uh, something that I thought would never have a, a problem. And this guy goes out and works on things, and I don't want to mention what it is, but... If you call me, I'll tell you about it. And, hey, my phone number is 830-708-4789. You call me anytime. So this guy goes out, and he, he says, everybody's got a problem. I said, well, they wouldn't call you to fix something if there wasn't a problem. Same way is is in the service department. And the same way that now this, this deal that this guy was selling, there's not, they, not many people have it. But I didn't think they'd ever have a problem. He said, there's always a problem, and they're always mad, and they want me to fix it. And he said, sometimes there's nothing wrong with it, and they still want me to fix it. You know, I've realized in life that some people you just can't please. 
you just can't please them no matter how hard you try, how much you smile, how much work you do, you still can't please them. I bought a car back from a lady the other day. She got it home. She figured out she didn't like it. I told her to turn around, come back, and let me give her money back. I'd rather give her money back than listen to her for the next 10 years or five years or whatever. And so I bought it back. Can't hardly, I'm glad. Hey, thank God, Greyhound, she's gone. Yeah, this lady's about half crazy, I think. But anyway, so, you know, it's better. Hey, if money will fix it, it ain't broke. That's my theory. If money will fix it, it ain't broke. I gave her money back, said bye-bye. Of course, she smoked the car up, and it stinks so bad now I can't sit in it. But that's part that's part of the business. You just got to grin and bear it and go down the road. Tolerate it. Well, we got to tolerate a lot of things in this life. How does it touch you? How does it work on you? You know, um, what are you doing about it? You know, so, hey, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, I buy stuff that people hate. I buy stuff that people can't believe. I mean, I bought a car and two from two fellas, uh, two brothers. Boy, they were thrilled to get rid of it. Man, they were thrilled. And I bid on a car that I'm buying from a lady. She, I think she started crying on the phone. You're going to give that much to us? When can we bring it? You know, I said, well, we got to get it paid off. We got to get everything lined up. So we're working on that. Then I have a company I just bought a bunch of units. Great Cam Solar. Great people. Love the owner. He's a great, great guy. Uh, has He works on solar panels, puts up solar panels. Really a good Christian. I really like dealing with him. Honest guy. Struck's a little on the rough side. I thought his employees took him better, you know, better care than, than uh, they should have. But you know what? When you don't have any skin in the game, maybe you don't work hard at taking care of one as well as you should. Uh, it's tough with employees. You know, they, they're always thinking about something else. And so you, you just got to be prepared uh, for the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, equipment, Peterbilt's. Freightliners, 18-wheelers, and uh, it don't matter what it is, I'll buy it. It's worth something. Now, junk right now, for me to move it out of San Antonio makes a little, but I also can buy cars in all over the United States. I've got a system set up that I can buy your car if you're from out of state. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708. Four seven eight nine, and um, I can help you get a new car. All kinds of new cars, uh, Cadillacs, Lincolns, Ford, Chevrolet, GMC, uh, Buick, Jeep, Dodge. Helped a man get a new Dodge truck the other day, and uh, so it's it just every opportunity I can to help you. And I don't make any money on on getting you a new vehicle. Now I'll buy your vehicle. Uh, I outbid a local Ford store by a thousand on the last vehicle, and his cousin sells cars. And uh, then I got him also two thousand cheaper on the new one he was buying. I had a neighbor tell me uh, he was good guy, and he listens to the radio show, and he needed to buy a new truck. This man driving a two hundred something thousand mile truck, and he can afford a new one. There's two kinds of cars: a Ford and can't afford. 
And man, them can't affords are miserable. You got to get behind that wheel every day. And then you had to listen to your wife telling you, you shouldn't have bought it or whatever. This guy got the life out of it. And like 250,000 miles on a 97 Ford. He, and he could stroke a check for a new one. And so he listens to the show, so he did the right things. Of course, he had the money in the bank. That's the first thing that was wonderful. And then he started shopping for price. And he found a $5,000 spread on a new vehicle, five grand. And that was three months ago. And now new car dealers are getting 5000 over window sticker, MSRP, 5000 over. Unless you want a Cadillac Escalade, then it costs you ten or fifteen thousand over. Certain units are just way, way too high. So you, you got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money, for your available cash, for what's going on, and be prepared. Hey, they got all the answers. They got. They've been asked every question in the world. They've been worked to the death. Hey, if you spend all your life talking to customers on selling, you're going to get better at it. I mean, anything you do that you practice on. I mean, these Olympians that are, that are getting gold medals. Well, car dealers ought to get gold medals because they're prepared. They're ready for a fight. They're ready to clean house. They're going to take you out, Bubba. They're going to take your budget out. They're going to take the cash money out. They're going to work it any way they can. Well, if you do that every day and you've had every question and then you've got classes every day and then you go in a sales meeting and they got answers and questions and this, that, and the other, you're going to get good at it. Hey, I'm good at it. I just have to back off sometime and make sure that my customer's happy. Right now in my life at 72 years old, I'm more in relationships than I am money. Hey, the Lord's blessed me. Not many car dealers got their lots paid for and all their cars paid for. Not many. You know, I've been blessed. and But it's now time to give back, give back education, give back opportunity, give back whatever I can to help you. And 95% of my business right now is giving back. And I want to give back. I want to help you. I want to bless you. And if you buy from somewhere else and you get a great deal, I'm going to tell you. And if you're buying a car from an individual, I tell all the time these people, Hey, if you don't buy that car, call me and give me that phone number because I'm going to buy it and make money. And they usually buy it, and then they call me and thank me later. You know, I've had, even had some people send me uh, a few bucks for the radio show and the tip that I give, and I put it toward the radio shows. Hey, it costs me to be on these radio shows, and I need a good corporate sponsor. I need a bank that wants to help people. I, I need a bank or credit union that wants to educate people. I, want, I need one that really cares about their customer making the right decisions and doing the right thing that they can afford. There's only two, like I say, afford and can't afford, and the best kind of car is a paid-for car. We all know that. But give us a call here at 210-340-9585. Any kind of questions, we're not going to embarrass you. Now, the second half of this show, uh, be prepared. <coughs> On the way up here, the good Lord gave me this message, so be prepared. I got a good second half of the show. I'm going to have fun with it, and I'm going to sing a little song. You're going to sing? I'm going to sing. I'm, I know my sons tell me not to. Uh, you know, every, they, they say, and I can't sing a lick, but that's all right. That's all right. It's my show. I pay for it. Barry, Barry's laughing at me already. But uh, I sing every once in a while. I sing all the time at church. Yes, I do. I make a joyful noise, and it is a noise sometimes. 
But I got a second half show that I think is pretty cool that's come to me, and I want to give it to you. I, I want you to think about what's going on and, and how you conduct yourself and how your emotions and your feelings, you know. And, you know, everybody says, oh, you got too many toys, Randy. I got a few toys. I like old cars. I drive a 53 Chevy pickup. My salesman said, that'd be a pretty good truck for you paint. I ain't painting it. No, no, no. It's raggedy looking like me. I like it. And so, you know, there's certain cars for certain people, certain situations. I like the old look with a late model. I'm on, hey, I'm on, I, when I got in the car business in 1963, not many cars had air conditioners, especially ones that worked. And most of the cars were black. Most of them were standard shift. Most of them, you had to crank the windows up, you know. And that's fine with me. I still like crank up windows. And so, you know, we drove around with no air. But it's sure nice to have air. The older you get, the more you appreciate it, I guess. So I I want that air conditioning anytime I can get it. And I want a little power. Uh, I'll take standard automatic. It don't matter to me. But, no, I remember those days coming back from Georgetown, Texas, driving them black 50, 49, 50, 51 Fords back from Georgetown, Texas, and no air conditioning. But, hey, gasoline was 20 cents a gallon. That was what was pretty cool. And the, the Chevrolet dealer liked me so much, he made sure I had a half a tank of gas to get home in, put me two, two gallons of water in the back because them old Fords, you know, uh, they were a little, they were a little squirrely, uh, about running hot. So he had me prepared, and I drive them back in Georgetown, Texas, and sell them. And that's how I got in business. I sold ten forty-nine to fifty-one Fords out of Georgetown, Texas, uh, and that's how I, I've been in the business since nineteen sixty-three. I know that's hard to believe. It's, but I love the car business. I love people. I love the opportunities, uh, and the Lord's blessed me with the talent. That to buy and sell, and that's why I buy and sell skid steers. I sold a camper this week. I've got some more campers coming. I've got a motorhome. We're having a couple of more motorhomes coming. Um, I mean, I've, it don't matter what it is. I'm trying to buy two garbage trucks right now. Uh, there, there's a need for them. I mean, a new one's you know half a million dollars. Why, why can't you? You don't you need one for about thirty five thousand? Well, we're working on that. So in the houses, hey, don't get foreclosed on your house. Call me before you do. And I'll pay 500 to somebody that brings me a customer that I buy their house. But there's options. There's, there's possibilities. Also, if I buy your house before it gets foreclosed and you need a camper, I, I may have a camper to give to you. Give to you because you need a place to live. I believe in helping a person when they're down. You know, the, most wholesalers, they won't give you a dime. They say, hey, we're saving your credit. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, right now, same way in the car business. We got all these people going on radio. Hey, we come up with this greatest idea. We're going to let you do, put uh, describe your car on the computer, and we'll give you a figure. I started that seven years ago. And now they're telling, but they're trained. See, we can take these computers and do a little little zigging and zagging and change the condition report and say, oh, your car is only going to – this happened a couple of weeks ago. Your car is only going to bring 6800 at the auction. We'll give you 6000 They're so sincere. Well, tell them the truth. After the lady found out that I was going to give a 7 and, and might have given 75 
I gave a guy a thousand more. Guy brought me a, a car and he needed to sell it. And he said, I need two thousand. I said, honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Car's worth three thousand. I can make money from three thousand. I'll give you three thousand. I got the guy's phone number. I got the proof on that. I wanna be fair. I wanna be honest. But sometimes we get desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Oh, I hate this car. I want it out of my garage. I want it gone. You know, I, I sold a guy a car. I think it was 93, a 34 Ford pickup, Jim Bly. We're coming back from Waco to an antique car deal up there. We're coming back, driving this car, and he said, how much is this car? And Jim's one of them guys that could afford it. And so... I I gave ninety three hundred for it. I said I'll take ninety eight hundred when we get home. He said I want the car, so I sold him the car, and we put it in the garage. Fourteen years later, I'm trying to buy the car back. He never touched it. He took I take it back. He took the hood off. That was it. He never moved it. Never started. Never did nothing. Zero. So I was trying to buy the car, and he wouldn't sell it. I said, Jim, you don't need the car. You know, you don't need it. He said, well, I like it, though. Anyway, I ran into his wife <laughs> at H-E-B. I said, oh, by the way, uh, Jim, I've been trying to buy that 34 Ford back that's in your garage. She said, you are? And she, said, she didn't ask the price. She didn't care a price. She didn't care nothing. Desperate people. Now, she wasn't desperate, you know, but... She said, I want it out of my garage. He hadn't touched it in however long we've had it. I said, 14 years. She said, he hadn't touched it in 14 years. I want it out of the garage. I said, you don't want to know what I'm offering him for? No, I don't care what you offer. I said, I offered him a lot more than he paid for it. She said, I want it out of my garage. Be there Monday morning. So I pull up there Monday morning with my truck and my trailer, and Jim answers the door, and he said, hey, Randy, how you doing? What you need? I said, I'm here to pick up that 34 Ford. He said, what do you mean? And his wife's standing behind him. She said, Jim, I sold him that car. Hey, help him load up and get it out of here. <laughs> so sometimes you got to work a different angle. And, you know, and it worked out, and he never would have worked on it, and it was fine, and he made some money on the car. <laughs> but after 14 years, it wasn't a good investment. So anyway. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm going to tell you the truth whether it's good, bad, or ugly. I'm going to tell you what it is. I want to be fair with you. I want to be your mentor. I want to be able to face you. I want to be able to face you in a year, two, three, four. I've got people I've done business with for 30 and 40 years. The other ones have died and passed on, the ones I dealt 50, 58 years ago and 50 years ago. So they passed on because, you know, they, they didn't live to be 100. They were 50 years old when I dealt with them when I was that young. But I think about that. Think about what's going on. I want you to I want you to examine yourself. What pushes your button? What causes you to buy? Do you buy something and regret it 30 days later? Is that emotion in you that you're trying to reward yourself? I want you to study hard exactly what triggers you, who triggers you, what can you tolerate, how much can you tolerate, how much can you tolerate your friends? I had a lady I helped, uh, one of my realtors, helped her with her daughter's car because they couldn't tolerate their brother-in-law, her brother-in-law and her son-in-law uh, beating them up about a dent on the door. I mean, you know, it was a 
1500 to 2000 dollars fixed and i got it fixed for 20 uh 250 bucks but how much can you tolerate you know i mean you know uh, some of these people they live by a hey, gold and diamonds and how great i look and what i'm driving and what hey i look at a person's heart their character their morals that's what counts i mean when we die we ain't taking nothing with us zero zero I told him, I said, hey, cremate me and do whatever your little heart desires on the ashes. I could care less because I'm going to tell you, I've, I've, I know 18 near-death experienced people who have medical society said they were dead. Two of them went to heaven, 16 went to heaven. And let me tell you something, I'm ready to go anytime. God bless you. Hey, we're going to take a four-minute break. I got a pretty good show, I think. It's gonna, I think it's going to be entertaining. Well, the singing won't be. And educational. And I want you to think about it hard. But call 20 people real quick. Tell them to tune in to 6.30 a.m. radio, the word. Facebook Live. Or, you know, get on the computer or on their phone and go to kslr.com. I I think this is going to be pretty good. I I hope so. I hope it turns out because it made me laugh a bunch and and made me study and made me think. So we're going to be back in four minutes. God bless you. This is Randy Adams. Call me anytime, 830-708-4789. God bless you. I love you. I don't care if you like me or not, but I still love you. We'll be right back. Thank you. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Hello, listeners. Again, it's Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Be sure and go to YouTube, and that's YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Watch a couple of... Uh, we're going to try to put a bunch on pretty quick here. Plus, subscribe. Please, and tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people to call me, Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. Our Listen to the Radio Show, our Facebook, and we've got, they're, they're posted on Facebook. But we want you to listen to all of them that we can. We want to educate you, teach you the, re- the right way of purchasing a vehicle and knowing. And I want you to know exactly, and you're dealing with me. Right now, a lot of these buying centers, you're dealing with computers, you're dealing with trained people, but deal with me directly. And that's that's advantage, a big-time advantage is dealing with the owner. Hey, I don't have to pay nobody. I, you know, I'm well off. I'm, 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 that's the way it is. Now, my, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends, worked hard all of my life with no help from my friends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Sorry about that, but anyway, I got to think about that Janis Joplin song on the way in here. Do we only pray when we're in trouble? Do we, all, the only time we want a relationship is when we can do what we want. Or, or we feel like that's what we should do, or we should reward ourselves. Now, we all work hard, but the problem is we're working hard all our lives. We give that time away. We work hard on that time, and we never get it back. Are you wisely using that time? 
Are you wisely, those 40 hours, me 60 hours a week, my 60 hours I work, where do I put that money? Where do I invest that money? What do I do with that money? That's why car dealers have got money. Because we don't lose all that money on what we drive. We don't have that loss. We make better decisions. We know when to buy. We know when to sell. We know when to put you together. We know when to push your button. Oh, man, I love pushing your button. Yeah. Hey, know-it-alls? Oh, yeah, come on in here, know-it-all. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you how smart you are, how great you are, and you'll sign up real easy that way. But, you know, do we only pray to the Lord to give us something? Are we putting the effort in? Are we putting what's right? Do we, do we, what do we use the guide? Where's the guide? Is there a guide? Is there a manual on how we should buy or sell? Yeah, there's a manual. We don't want to, we, nobody talks about it, but there's a manual on buying and selling that we don't, we don't use. Did Janice Joplin use it? No, she wanted a new Mercedes. Her friends were driving Porsches and all, and she wanted to keep up with the crowd, keep up with the Joneses. Remember, I told you years ago when I was a good heathen, I'm telling you, I, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. I had the biggest and the baddest of everything. Man, you couldn't outdo me because that's all I thought about. I wanted the biggest and the baddest of everything. What did, what did it bring me? No joy, no peace. Because I'm trying to outdo everybody. I'm trying to be the best. I'm trying to look good. I wanted to have that presentation. This dude's got money. I got news for you. It went, it went bye-bye in a divorce. They went out, flying out. That was 1988. I'm telling you, it went out the road. I started all over, all over with nothing. Well, I owed, owed Uncle Sam a bunch of money I didn't have. But I'm going to tell you, where was the joy and the peace? The joy and the peace came from accepting Jesus Christ 27 years ago. And, and it's given me the peace. I don't care what I drive. I'm driving a 97 Lincoln most of the time or a 53 Chevy pickup. You know, soon I'll be driving a 29 Ford Roadster as soon as I get it in my garage and go to work on it. But it don't matter to me. That presentation, I don't care what people say about me. Do you, do you fight that situation? Do you, well, you know, just like what I was talking about that door, when her brother-in-law was beating her up, how bad it looked, she shouldn't be driving something that looked that bad. Hey, it got her from point A to point B and it's paid for. That's the best kind of car is a paid-for car. Does it matter? What? Why did it offend him? What was causing him to get offended? Do you get offended on somebody saying something on what you drive? I had a gentleman come up to the lot the other day, and he said, hey, this is your place? I said, yeah. I said, and it's paid for. Oh, this place paid for. It's a nice place. I said, okay. I said, uh, he said, all these are your cars? I said, yeah, all these are my cars. They're paid for. He said, and you drive a 97 Lincoln? I said, hey, that car don't know who owns it. That car don't know what it's worth, and that car don't care. Why should I worry about what that car, he said, well, I'm just saying you can drive anything you want. And I said, yeah, I can. But I want to get there comfortably. I, hey, if I have a car, and I'm out all the time, if I'm out driving something, I can't sell it unless I sell it to where I'm at. And most of the time where I'm going, they're wanting to sell me, not me by sell them. So I drive what makes sense to me, and it don't matter to me. I drive Grand Marquis, Crown Victorias, Impalas, you know. Today, I happen to be driving a 17 truck I bought off uh, a company. Great people. I sure like them. 
Uh, and so, you know, do we only pray for what will suit us and what we want out of greed, pride, and selfishness? How many times have you bought a car on pride? Oh, I've got to keep up with everybody else I know. Greed, you know. Oh, money don't mean nothing. I can handle that payment. You, I talked to a lady that walked in on a dealership, and she'd made up her mind. 375 was the most money she going to spend per month. That's it. By the time she walked out, she was paying 575 That's 200 a month. Well, here's the bad news is. That's 72 months. What's 200 times? Oh, man, that's past $14,000. Don't you just love it? Man, I said, do you like that car that well? Well, you know, I almost like it that well. You know, I mean, but 14000 can cost you some money. you got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money, and I want you. Hello, Jimmy. How you doing today? Good, sir. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. It was. I just want to say it was an honor to meet you in person. Well, thank you. Uh, well, I spent a little time. We talked about a bunch of stuff. I enjoyed that. Yep. So. And we helped you, helped you load the uh, Corolla and all that. Yeah, <laughs> that little darling. So yeah, yeah that that they had that uh, well, drainage deal was slowing us down. I couldn't really get it lined up, but we got it got it loaded up and got it going. Uh, hey, I had to crawl under. One yesterday, and to load up, we'd bought a 15 Denali needing a motor, and I found a motor, and uh, it's a 15 Denali, really a nice 80,000-mile unit. But a lifter went bad and messed up the cam, and you can't get lifters, you can't get cam, and they advised a new motor, so the people just bought a new new vehicle. And it gets back to they can afford it. You know, I mean, here we go again. They had a high-dollar vehicle that was paid for, and they had the money to buy a new one, so that worked out, so... No, I, uh, me and that truck and trailer have been running around picking up stuff all over the country. But, no, I, you know, Jimmy, I enjoyed my time with you. I mean, you're a special person and a man of God, and uh, I enjoyed it, and I enjoy the texts that you send me. And uh, I'm glad that it worked out for you and your family. And so, yes, but God bless you and anything I can do, I love to do it. But okay, I, I want to help all my listeners. Help me. Well, thank you. It's an easy process. It was. It wasn't painful. It took us about two minutes for the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I still need to mail you the uh, the thing. Yeah, the bill uh, sale. Yeah. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I, I need that because the government. There's so much money laundering going on in the car business today. That's why we have to have all that paperwork. It's not much. It's a couple of pieces of paper and a copy of driver's license. But we have to have that because there's so much money laundering going on in the car business. The state wants to come in and make sure, see how you're paying for your cars, who you're paying for them, and what's going on. Not that they want to check on the customer. They, they're checking on us. And uh, I had a bad situation where I subleased part of my car lot out because I couldn't get enough inventory. And uh, they did some things they shouldn't have done. And I've had the state come visit me four times, and one with a whole crew. A whole crew showed up. Uh, and I happened to be there, and I see all these people come in, and they introduce themselves as investigators for the state. And they went through me with a fine-tooth comb while they were checking out the people that I'd subleased to that had jumped up and run away. 
and it oh. was a nightmare. And when they got through, they said, you got a clean bill of health. You, very seldom we go through a car dealership that we can't find anything wrong. And that's why I keep my paperwork straight, and I keep my business up board and try to do my best. But uh, Slitter Bond's part of that deal that I get checked a lot because the investigators come out of Austin, and they bring their family and drop them off at Slitter Bond. Then they come over and harass me for several hours, and then they pick their family up after they're tired of the heat and, the, and wore out, and then they take them back to Austin. And that's the way to get the family out one day and come see old Randy Adams. So I've experienced that. <laughs> That's the first thing I asked them investigators. Oh, you got your family over at Slitterbond? <laughs> of course, they say, oh, no, not really. You know. I said, well, you, you didn't bring your bathing suit on and join them in. Huh? So, but Slitterbond, I mean, they're a little concerned right now. Um, they're concerned about the have to shut down everything that the government's trying to shut us down again. So yeah. we... Uh, their emotions, you know, but people follow their emotions, just like I was talking about. Nothing's as bad as we think it is, and nothing's as good as we think it is. We just got to keep our level head, believe in the Lord, let the Holy Spirit work on us, and make the right decisions, you know. And uh, I, I was talking to a gentleman out of Florida, Coca-Cola, Florida. How about that? Coca, Florida, Coca. No, Cola. C O C O A Coca Coca Cola No uh, Coca Chocolate Coca I guess I don't know but anyway I was talking to him about all kinds of stuff that was going on real nice guy but he's got money and he'd rather have an old car than money in the bank well our money in the bank's getting devaluated uh, I told him about the devaluation of the peso but um, the devaluation of the ruble I didn't tell him about. I was doing lots of business with Russia, sending them a lot of cars, taking them to the port of Houston. And uh, all of a sudden, I wasn't doing any business with him. He didn't call me. We didn't do anything, no nothing. And so I said, well, what? Uh, he finally called after a year, and I said, his name was Ro. And I said, Ro, uh, did I sell you a bad car? And he said, no. And I said, uh, did I make you mad? And he said, no. He said, everything's great, Randy. I said, well, how come you didn't call me in a year? He said, you don't know, and we kept it quiet. The ruble crashed. I said, oh, I'm sorry for your misfortune. He said, no misfortune. He said, I had something of value. I said, okay, you had the cars. He said, yeah, I had something of value. He said, it takes 70 days to get from the port of Houston to where I'm at in Russia. He said, Those, if I'd had cash money in the bank, I would have been busted. But I had something of value coming. He said, I've weathered the storm. Now things have bounced back a little bit. Now I've got something to sell. I'm back to selling. I'm back to doing business. So where do we invest our time and our talent? I'm working on that real hard with myself right now because where is my time and my talent? I'm on short notice. I mean, the Lord's blessed me after that triple bypass that they said I shouldn't be living. They, he's blessed me with extra life. Where is my time need to be spent? Where's my talent? Where's my experience? What he's brought me through, what he's lived me through, what he's taught me, what he's blessed me with to learn and grow. Where should I put that talent? And now it's time for my ministry, my ability, my message to be spread better, further, in, in all the direction I can. So I, I love spending my time with people like you, Jimmy, and I appreciate your time. 
And, you know, like I say, anytime you need something, give me a call. You got my phone number, and I yes, appreciate sir. it. And anybody okay. else out there that needs it. So God bless you, and thank you for calling. Yes, sir. Take care. God bless you. Uh, my phone number is 830-708-4789. Good morning, Brian. How you doing? Uh, give me a call anytime. I, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Back to uh, Janice Joplin. You know, maybe we don't need the Lord all the time in our lives. We think. But we sure need him in, in our mental abilities, our decisions. But, you know, we do have a manual on buying and selling, and it's the Bible. It will work, believe it or not. If you study it, live your life by it, it's improved my life. That's all I've got to say. It's improved my thinking. It's it's improved my experiences. It's experience. It's improved my growth, um, and it's improved my relationships. My relationships with with uh, probably 99% of the people that I know. That 1%, they're never going to be happy. That 1%, they're jealous. They're jealous of what's going on. How many people are jealous of you? You know, I mean, we don't know these people that are, how much they owe. that has got these big, fine houses and cars, and toys, and this and that. There was a gentleman in the car business. <clears throat> Everybody thought he was rich and famous doing well. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't pay nobody. And he had to sell his home. To, and he, he, couldn't, he sold his home and a lot of his toys and everything else and still couldn't bail himself out. You know, we don't really know what a person's going through. We don't know. I've had... Two people that I was close to that I thought I knew well that killed themselves. We don't know what people are thinking. We don't know what's called. One of them had just sold some businesses for three and a half million. Money wasn't the issue. And he was getting paid to run some other companies, that the companies he had sold. We don't know. But in the car business, we know enough to draw out your emotions, enough to draw out your decisions to reward yourself, convince you that you can afford something, convince you that it's going to last forever when we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. I had a good friend of mine just pass away. I thought he was healthy. I thought everything was fine. He did too, but he passed away. I mean, how long we got to live on earth? We don't know. Dealing with a lady and that uh, is account manager right now for one of my, for my, a uh, commercial truck trader, great, great lady. Her husband died on a bicycle accident at an early age. You know, I mean, we don't know how long we're going to live, but how are we prepared? Are you prepared to live eternity somewhere? I mean, this world is awesome. This world is combined with a bunch of stuff. I have a lady that lives behind me, young lady's a school teacher. She's got a, getting a doctrine in scientifically proving the Bible's correct that everything, how it's worked, that there is a God. She's very interesting to me. I'm getting educated from a different angle I've never seen or heard. Are you wide open? Are you are your minds ready for new information, new growth, new study, new love? Or are you so f- full of pride? And, hey, pride brought Lucifer down. You're so full of pride you won't listen to somebody. You won't learn. You won't grow. You're not open-minded. You know, I mean, if you get offended easily, it's because of pride. 
And pride will cost you money. I'm telling you, pride will cost you money in the car business. Oh, I got to own this car. I'm going to outbid this car. I love when two or three prideful people go to bidding on my cars at the auction. Woo, mercy. Hold on. I love it. I love it. Come on, boys. Hey, he going to outbid you. Ha, ha. Yeah, you know, come on, come on. Keep bidding. Keep bidding. I've had some cars that we call them runaways. Runaways at the auction. Hey, in the next couple of months, I'll, we'll be talking about auctions. We're going to talk about all kinds of And I, I tell you what, you can make some good buys at an auction. You can make some bad buys. And, uh, hey, I think, I don't know when Odom is. Odom, I guess that's next week. Odom, Texas, Danny Jennings runs, him and uh, Donnie Montgomery run a great auction down there. Donnie's his ring man, the best I know, and he does some auctioneering. And so... You can make some good buy. I may be down there. I'm thinking very seriously. I'm working on some stuff. Being down there, I may have to do some tape shows to run down there on Saturday because they start the auction uh, at 10 o'clock, and I, I don't have an airplane, don't want an airplane, don't need an airplane, you know, and so I can't get down there for the auction to be there on time. And so I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money, and we need we need prayer on it. We need time. I, I used to have some salespeople, and they made me mad. If I, I'm sent them down the road. But anyway, they'd say, I'd say, well, what do the people say? Well, they're going to go home and pray about it. You know how stupid that is. I said, oh, no, 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 no. I think you're wrong there. I want, them to, I want them to be prepared. I want them to make the right decisions. I'd rather a person go home and pray about it. Steve Sorensen, my mentor, Thank you, Steve. What a great mentor I've had for the last 27 years. He, he's helped me in so much. And he doesn't make decisions quick. And, hey, if I miss that car, I miss that car. That's part of it. You know, I mean, it wasn't meant to be. That BMW with that physician, I guess it wasn't meant to be for me to have it. You know, she, she missed $1,000. Maybe I missed problems. Maybe that thing, <coughs> some cars... You can't fix them fast enough. I've had some of them. And so you got to know the history of a car. We're going to talk about also probably next week Carfax. How important are Carfaxes? You know, and I had a salesperson that should have looked at a Carfax. Total loss. Total loss on a vehicle. And we took it in trade. And I honored my word. I told the man how I trade, and I'm, t- I'm trading. The truck runs and drives. We're going to try to get it to look the best we can, take it to the auction, get rid of it. But these people have been driving it three years, and it was a total loss. So evidently it wasn't, it wasn't bad. And the car looks pretty straight. I mean, I don't think it was in a you know, uh, head-on collision where three people died. But it, you know, it's been in something that this insurance company, or maybe they had a brother-in-law in the insurance company, and they said, hey, man, hey, brother-in-law. I need this thing totaled out, and I'll buy it back and keep it and fix it. And you know, I mean, there's there's a million different stories, a million opportunities. But Carfaxes, you need to know the past history. Oh, if a car dealer tells you he don't have Carfax or Auto Check, he's lying to you. I guarantee you, he's got availability. All of them have availability. Everybody has availability, and he says I don't believe it. I don't use it. I know a guy that that uh, does that same thing. But, oh, man, he, it's amazing that at the auction he buys all the cars that's got bad Carfaxes. So we got a, we got a quick answer. 
too late? Well, I, I, if AF got a question, I don't mind answering it real quick. And so if he tells you he don't believe in Carfax, he lying because this guy's the same way. He, he's done it many a year. And can, Sandy, real quick. Kathy, real quick. Sandy. Hello, Kathy. Sandy. Oh, Abby. Sandy. Hello. Sandy. Huh? Sandy. Sandy, I'm sorry. Hello, Sandy. Hey, Randy, you yeah. told me something to, for my heater. Remember my air conditioner? No, your air out? conditioner. It it freezes yeah. up. And you told, yeah, but you, I think other people might want to know how to. Well, if your air quits working and then it works again a little later, uh, I was talking to Sandy about it. And I said, turn it off for about two or three minutes, then turn it back on. It'll cool again till it freezes up. It needs an office in it, and it's an easy, quick, cheap fix. Don't let the air conditioner guys give you a big old long story about it. But no, if it if you quits working and then you let it off for a little while, and then you turn it back on, it goes to getting cold. Well, it's it's a minor fix, but uh, we gotta ha- hey, we gotta have air conditioning this time. Of- we're about to get into dry season the last. Hey, Lord. Let's, if we're going to pray, instead of pray for a car, let's pray for a cold front to come in September 1st. That's what I want to pray for. I'm ready for a cold front, even though we've had a mild summer. It's been pretty good. But, no, there's. give me a call. I'll help you out if you've got a little issue of all kinds. My phone number is 830-708-4789. That's an easy fix. We're going to line it up for Sandy. Uh, at the shop I lease to that does a lot of my business to help her out. Like I said, we've had a lot of people lately that uh, new car dealers tell them, oh, it's eleven, twelve, twenty thousand to fix this car, and we fixed them for a thousand or two thousand. So you got to be prepared for a battle. They want to sell you a new car. They don't want to fix your car. They don't make as much money. You know, you know, unless they you go for that fifteen thousand or that one guy was twelve thousand and we got his car fixed for twenty eight hundred. Ten thousand almost ten thousand less than what the new car dealer told her it was gonna to take to get it fixed. And those people couldn't afford they could afford twenty eight thousand but they couldn't afford a new car. They got a family they're trying to support and what's going on. Hey, have you seen food prices? They had four kids. How'd you like to try to feed that bunch? Hey, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Please tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Watch a couple of videos, subscribe, takes three to five minutes. Love to help, give me the help. 830-708-4789. God bless you. Hey, give me a call anytime. Thank you. We've had a couple of calls through this radio show. I will call you all of y'all back. Uh, go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. But God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. Don't let somebody get under your skin. Don't. Hey, tolerate people. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. For sure, that's my ex-wife. <laughs> so anyway, it's Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars. God bless you. I love you. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Call me anytime. God bless you.